0: Welcome to the show. You can watch and subscribe to the Project FIA TV show on YouTube, drop comments and questions to us on the podcast via Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy. This is Project FIA Goes PC.
1: Hello, everyone. Coming out from the dark, this is episode 81 of F.I.E.G.O.'s PC. Yes, 81. Good year. It's a very good year. And it's also a Pac-Man year. I think it was his anniversary not so long ago. And uh, it's 81, so he ate one. And then he ate another one. And then he ate another one. Um, Yeah, what have we been doing? It's been two weeks. Uh, We're still here in the old uh, abandoned botanical garden. Well, actually, our producer, Winifred Solo. Hello. She's made it her own personal library. And have she's I... reading books. You're reading books. A lot of books. I
0: have been reading books. A lot of this books. This is true.
1: Chronicles of Narnia.
0: <laughs> Narnia. You
1: started off with the uh, lying witch in the wardrobe.
0: I've been rereading them.
1: Yeah. What's up with the lying witch in the wardrobe? What? She lies about everything. Like, that's the whole point of it.
0: The lying
1: witch. Yeah, lying witch in the <laughs> wardrobe. She's lying about this this lion. No. That lives in a snow plane. And we all know that's all stupid because... Uh, you know, lions don't live in snowy places. Mm. No such thing as a snow lion. Mm. At least, none that we know, aslan. So, um, yeah, it's been this. Uh, it's been two weeks. It's gone. It goes really fast. It does. It does. Um, we're still on the waiting list for our treehouse of no leaves. It's happening.
0: This whole year has been waiting.
1: Has been waiting been a lot for of waiting. Stuff. A lot of waiting. <laughs> uh, UK is on a sort of. Lockdown part two, but not really. It's kind of a soft lockdown. It's kind of like everyone's running around each other with keys, going, Well, we're thinking about it, but uh, we still got our keys, so uh, we're not locked down. So, yeah, Mm. it's all a bit silly. We had a week last week, especially, and nothing's really happened. My cousin came up, that was nice. Will, hi, Will, how are you doing? We'll get you on a podcast. We've said that to him. Uh, it seems like we're cult leaders, we're not, but uh, I could see how you'd think that because we were dressed like druids at the time. So uh, (laughs) Will's been up uh, with Noriko, my auntie. Uh, That was fun. That was a good time. Uh, We showed him around a botanical garden that's abandoned. Uh, It's now a library, really, more or less.
0: It's better this way.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of books. A lot of books. Um, But the other thing that's happened really recently, as you're hearing this, we recorded this a few days before you're hearing it, but only because of our schedule being uh Wynn's got a lot of books to read. And I'm pretty happy just counting all the cracks in the tiles. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> uh but yeah, there was the US debate, the first one of three. Um, um Well, I could go into it. I'm not gonna go into into great detail because we've covered a lot of the stuff and honestly, nothing's really changed. It was um
0: pretty <laughs>
1: yeah important things to notice that in the usa no one's watching it uh they're too busy having riots and uh, civil war mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. sort of uh, preludes uh or they're just getting on with life which yeah, is what you should be which doing is more important yeah but it was interesting i'll take a couple of footnotes there's a lot of notes uh, on feet so i'm going to take a couple of them from what i thought from the debate because I know you're all interested and hanging off every word. I have noticed that a lot of the US politicians are tagging a lot of stuff we've said, including wrestling match. Um, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: reporter on Sky BBC. referred to it. BBC. Was the BBC? Yeah. yeah, referred to it as a wrestling.
1: Just moments before she had an almighty rant. There's yeah. a lot of bias, man. <laughs> like, you get the feeling, folks, that no one likes Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That's what you get the feeling. Um, which is sad, you mm. know, because... Uh, Yeah, well, is it? I don't know. Uh, But no one seems to like him at all. Everyone seems uh, rather upset with everything he says. I'm going to say that actually in the debate, despite what the media is saying, I think he won the round because a lot of the points he made, uh, mostly conjecture and scandal. Um, (laughs) I think he was stronger of the two. They're a similar age, roughly a couple of years past, Mm -hmm. but Biden looked out of his depth. The one thing that I will say is that when he kept looking directly at the camera and talking to the American public as if they cared. Yeah, and the cameras were zooming around him and he didn't notice that. So he's looking at one of the cameras that's offline at the time of uh, (laughs) recording. Um, I felt that to be extremely old politics and totally mired by current times. He didn't really answer anything straight. He just sort of said, don't trust this guy. It was a
0: typical politician's answer. Yeah, it really
1: was. But, um, yeah, when he looked straight at the camera, I just kind of thought, yeah.
0: It kind of descended into just like a spat. It was. Well, I (laughs) mean, the
1: the previous one with Hillary was (sighs) worse, I feel. It got more personal quickly. But Donald did try and uh, bring Hunter Biden in quite a lot. But, um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, Not in a good way. I think if you want to watch a similar thing, wait for Mike Tyson's uh, outer retirement match that he's having in November, that'll be a better fight. As far as fights go, I've seen better stuff in a car park Ooh. or uh, an all-you-can-eat, you know, old folks' home buffet. If that exists. <laughs> <If that> exists. <laughs> all-you-can-eat old folks. I don't think so. Um, yes, but I think what we can take from the debate, part one of three, is that no one knows how to debate. Mm. that's what you can take from it they just use the circumstances to say a lot of abusive stuff towards each other it at would one be point a
0: very good exercise to look at fallacies because yeah. there are so many flying around
1: well at, at one point biden did call trump a clown mm-hmm. and then trump proceeded to juggle fireballs which i thought was cool
0: don't talk to me about being smart Oh, that what
1: was that? that That was because, uh, yeah, uh, Biden's failed all of his. Wow, well, whatever. whatever whatever. I did I want to put this out there for all our American listeners, because I know we've got a lot of people in America listening right now, and a lot of them may or may not care about what I think, but at the end of uh, the day, when you look at all of this stuff, when you summarize it, A, they don't know how to debate, they know how to spat. Mm. B: It's like two old men fighting in a car park over a cheese wheel <laughs> that's on offer. and C. Uh, I, it, it creeps me out when old men stare at, directly at the camera and tell me what I'm meant to think as an American. You know, like you look at it and go, well, no one's watching. No one's watching. I, I think in America, the best place to put the debate would have been at halftime in NASCAR. So NASCAR goes commercial break, mm. you have the clips, the highlight reel of the debate, then it goes back to NASCAR. It'll make a lot of sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just felt rubbish. <laughs> it's the only way I could put it. And uh, yeah, the the one ending thing that I thought was hilarious was at the end when you had the limited audience that was in the space. You had Trump followers mm. shouting Trump and clapping and saying "greatest president of all time." I caught that. It was it reminded me of Ricky Gervais's final moments in the, in the uh, Emmys. Mm. Was it the Emmys? Or the, it was one of them? Right. It was the Emmys. Yeah, when he said about. Um, God bless you all, too bad I'm um, atheist. Mm. It was very similar. Right. The setup. It comes out long shot. You get that final thing, <laughs> greatest person of all time. You know, it's the same thing. It's just like a running, it just about bizarre. Uh, um, I will say this for context. I re-watched the Al Gore George W. Bush.
0: Oh wow. Uh 2000... debate
1: long time ago. Uh two thousand one, I think. Mm. Something like that. Uh, it was the first of their debates, and in that you just <laughs> saw a different time. This is the difference, guys, where politics is ran by politicians in the USA, whereas now it's almost one sideshow, reality TV star, millionaire, billionaire, I should say, versus old man Joe, literally. Um, very old man yeah, Joe. very strange. <laughs> Very strange things going on. Birmingham's particularly uh, got an affinity to Joe Biden because we have old Joe at Birmingham Uni, don't we?
0: Yes, the clock tower is clock called tower. old Joe. is
1: about the same age. 750. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Um, yeah, crazy. Older. So the context of seeing how a debate should go, the George W. Bush and Al Gore one was actually quite good.
0: Compared to this one? Yeah.
1: And it actually made you, weirdly, Mm. I had a few nightmares after this, but it made you actually appreciate George W. Bush Mm. as a Republican leader. Anyway, weird times Mm. call for weird things. But yeah, it was a strange, it's all strange, okay? I do have this internal instinct that this could be the uh, prelude to a civil war in the USA. Oh, dear. I think if the Democrats get into office, there'll be anarchy with the Trump supporters. Mm Mm-hmm. Likewise, I think if Trump got into office, there'll be anarchy with the Democrats trying to say that he's, you know, got some kind of Ukrainian, Russian, Chinese deal on his side or North Korean. Who knows what nations support him this time to rig the election. It's all a bit sad. And I'm very, very sad that America has to go through this because one thing I was reflecting on with the George W. Bush debate with Al Gore was how cool America was at that time, regardless of who's leading it. Yeah. There was just so much energy and great stuff happening over there. And that was kind of the era that I made a lot of my headway in L.A., you know, and Mm -hmm. South Carolina and places like that. It's all changed now. And it's so sad to see that. I know it's probably not as bad as we're being told it is by the media. I'm pretty sure California's still got decent things happening going on, stuff like this. But it just, yeah, the, the groundswell just feels bad. Maybe this is what has to happen. Mm -hmm. for a new era I don't know but uh well when I say that I've got to use the term loosely two old guys bickering on TV maybe that's what the world needs no (laughs) no it (laughs) never needs that never needs that I think what everyone should do is get their favourite Sesame Street episode right put it on mute and then play the debate underneath it and I think it'll make more sense (laughs) that's yeah because the grouch is there and yeah cookie monster I don't know Anyway, folks, we're thinking about it. I will say something interesting if you switch the debate. WW hasn't even covered it. Usually they kind of synergize with politics around this time. They had a Barack Obama coming in and Hillary Clinton once upon a time. Right, yeah. Um, they've completely not suggested anything. they are not
0: Don't want comment- to get involved. Yeah, they don't want to get involved. <laughs>
1: um, nobody probably, wants to get involved. Probably because the McMahon's are linked to the Trump administration. Mm. You know, there's links there. Perhaps. But also, I think it's just uh, a missed opportunity. Mm. However, AEW, the main rival, Tony Khan owns it, who owns uh, Fulham Football Club and the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, they have done something. And it's quite interesting what they're doing. It's about the title um, and... This one guy thinks he's like a president and deserves to be title holder. And making a title seem like the presidency is quite right. interesting. I've been watching, again, highlights of that. Mm. That's all been happening in the last couple of months. So, you know, it's interesting that wrestling can still mock it, which means things aren't as bad as you might mm. think in America right now. But yeah, it's very sad. I, I, you know, I, just, I don't think we could have written this history ever, ever. This is the kind of stuff that MTV used to do on Celebrity Deathmatch, which was like Claymation, Battle Royale. This is the kind of stuff that that matches that. It's very weird. Well,
0: Spitting Image is coming back.
1: Spitting Image is coming back.
0: And if you haven't heard of Spitting Image, it's a uh, puppet show that's basically parody and satire on politics. Is that right?
1: Well, you'd never seen it, so I'll set it up. I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back in the 80s, Mm. There was um, it ran in the eighties. It was the career sort of the eighties uh, to the nineties, mid nineties, and then it ended. Basically, it's a satirical show using caricatures. Like you'd see if you're in France where the guy gets his charcoal out and does his little caricature and it's 20 euros. I was going to say francs. God, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> it was Frank's back francs back then. Yeah, it was a couple of francs. You had to go around with a lot of francs <laughs> no. and tell them to shut up and behave himself. And then it was a Sorry, lot of human trading. One. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, shut up, Frank. <laughs> What's the matter with you? But now it's the euros, okay? So yeah. uh, we're all with that. A lot of kids nowadays don't know a world before the euro. So there you go. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically... Its caricatures are very famous over celebrities. I think Stallone was one of the famous ones, and British politics. Right, yeah. Some nods to America. At the time, Reagan was present Mm. when it was in its heyday, and I remember a lot of that. Margaret Thatcher for the UK.
0: I've seen the Margaret Thatcher pictures, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and now they're kind of doing this freeview sort of box, isn't it? BritBox.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a streaming platform, BritBox, and it's, it's only
1: on that. Sure, so it's an exclusive to BritBox, in the UK, I'd imagine mm. um, where they're redoing it, and it's interesting because Revival. the first thing, the first thing my football club did was just say that Jürgen Klopp's going to be a character on it, so that will be cool.
0: I didn't realize that there were celebrities. Well, I thought it was mainly politics.
1: No, so it was mixed up. It was kind of like a multifunction. It's basically like a sketch show. Yeah. And then they had all of these, like in the House of Commons. I remember uh, mostly because I was older then, but the John Major stuff. Mm. Where he was prime minister at the time, and it was him at home eating peas with his wife, <laughs> and he was depicted as being totally grey because yeah. he's so boring. <laughs> and then uh, Ronald Reagan was actually secretly Superman, <laughs> and it was just there was some really stupid stuff. Anyway, it's kind of like an adult Sesame Street with mm. caricature puppets, and it gets quite grotesque. Yeah, it's not quite as edgy as South Park, but it gets intelligent wise. It gets close. The thing that's interesting about Spin Image, though. Was that it started a lot of British comedians' careers, a lot of impersonators, like mm. Steve Coogan, who's now a Hollywood actor, He's done a lot of stuff in Hollywood, Chris Barry, who was famous in Red Dwarf. Yeah. And um, um Rimmer, Rimmer, Arnold Rimmer. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. That guy. <laughs> um, and loads of other guys that I can't be bothered to mention, but lots of yeah. people that yeah. were um impersonators. So it'll be interesting to see they like, cast in things now. Mm. Yeah. If they've got a new stock or if it's the old guys coming back. Not sure. It'll be all cool. I think Harry Enfield did stuff on it as well. Mm. These are all very British names I'm throwing around. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? Well,
0: as a theater student, I really appreciate that puppetry is still relevant in a way.
1: They're kind of pseudo puppets. Yeah. Like some of them are mounted. It's
0: very and The arms
1: can be human arms, but they're covered in rubber gloves. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. But if you are in the UK, or it might make its way to YouTube in the near future, it'll be worth a crack for the world to watch, as long as it's not region locked <laughs> or too controversial. <laughs> Donald Trump's on it. I've seen the Donald Trump puppet.
0: Boris and all the... Yeah. Da- um, it kind of makes of you think
1: it? that Trump's got to stay in power just for four more years of insanity.
0: Do we but want more no, insanity? No, we don't.
1: No, no <laughs> one wants what's currently going on. No one wants it. But I don't know, you know, it's, it's one of these things. What so will be, will be. That was what it was. Uh, that's really kind of the scintillating news of the week, the debate. There's nothing really happening. Everything on uh, British news is kind of revolving around, you know, are we going back to school, are we not? I haven't been back to school for like twenty years, so <laughs> it's
0: not relevant. <clears throat> yeah, to you. it's
1: been a long time since I've been back to school. They've locked me out of school for years. Mm. Even when I was in school, they locked me out. Yeah, you know, I had classes in a shed out back. Mm. Yeah, on my own. <laughs> that could be true. I don't know. What a tragedy. <laughs> but um, yeah, the news here isn't really happening. But regardless, I mean, we're all dealing with this around the world. Nothing's really changing. Nothing's getting clearer, nothing's getting more whatever. So I feel like it's only a matter of time before people just hit reckless abandonment and don't care. The weather's turning now.
0: It's so cold.
1: Yeah, it's dropping. We're in October now, so it's obviously feeling more like October. But classically, which means there might be snow this winter. Who knows? Stay tuned for that. We might be live from an igloo one episode. You never know. Mm. Back in the day, we could make igloos. We had enough snow now. It's not that... Good. <laughs> but there you go. Our treehouse will be high above all. Yes. There'll be no leaves. So there's that. But um yeah. Not a lot to say. It's weird what's going on. I think the UK's made the uh you're not allowed in list in Hong Kong. That's great.
0: Yeah, starting um October first it was. Yeah. Uh you We're on the ban to, list. They you always needed to quarantine if you were gonna go back. Yeah. Uh, but you would quarantine at home. And now because like the UK situation is getting worse, they're like, you're not allowed to quarantine at home. You have to quarantine in a hotel or in a government center.
1: It's not really getting worse, though. I did the maths on all of it. And it's like, we're still at 0.6% of the population is affected. America's at 05 mm. It's very sad. It's, it's all of the, maybe that's, you know, the worry is that it's going to, Affect everyone. I don't know, man. Like we're out the loop on it, but it just feels like it's going on far too long. When they project six months extra, no thanks, no thanks. But we can't go anywhere because we're on the hit list, which means that we have to. If if I was to go back to Hong Kong tomorrow, um, I'd be locked in a hotel, right? Or wouldn't I even be allowed on a flight?
0: Uh, you wouldn't be allowed in the country, right? Because only residents are allowed at the moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, you get kicked out.
1: Yeah. So basically what we're dealing with is uh, we're all rock and roll artists and we're not allowed in because we've got too much chaos in our repertoire. Mm -hmm. Sad though, isn't it? It does. I think the one thing all this time has been the weirdest feeling for me is that there's no flights. Or if there are flights, which there seems to be. I heard three planes today go overhead. But it just seems like if there is travel, it's happening in such a weird percentage. You can't really tell what's going on. Like, are there flights or are there not flights? Can you go anywhere? Can you not go anywhere? We're all clueless. And I think it's made a lot of people super paranoid about even trying to fly Mm -hmm. with the amount of uh, flights that you can't get refunds for and stuff like this. Hopefully it's all going to change. That's what I'm hoping. Like, it's all going to swing back to some kind of normal. If they're saying six months, let's hope for four. It's really yeah. one of those. It's it's a weird one. One thing that has happened this week, actually, in the last two weeks since I talked to everyone, is uh, PlayStation Five was impossible to get. <laughs> yeah. they sort of had their announcement, gave you a date, and then uh, sort of said nothing about release. And then for some reason, shops went ballistic and said, "Oh, we got a stock," and pre-orders started to happen on September the seventeenth. But the thing that's weird about all of that, there was no official message. So I'm gonna guess, Sony still hasn't announced it, and people are just cashing in on the fact they've got a release date. It's very sad.
0: I think they've announced it, but it depends on the elusive stock that they can get their hands on.
1: I don't think Sony's officially announced at all, because the Xbox made a whole shindig about it. Mm. You know, they had like a dark room, and then this guy came in with white gloves, like when you're watching snooker, that weird guy that comes in with the white gloves <laughs> and starts feeling all the balls up <laughs> so It's a very strange guy. I think he was an ex-priest. Um, but basically, <laughs> very strange obsession with balls. Um, but basically, it was, it was like, you know, they announced it was going to go on sale or pre-order sale on the 20th. So if Sony just heard that and went, oh, well, we'll just do it now. It, you know, it's, it's all hypothetical, but it's really annoying for me because there is no news and update, and yet some people seem to know about this stuff. How does that happen?
0: All the websites say, uh, give us your email, and then we'll let you know when there's another release. Yeah,
1: I don't like that. And... I don't like people knowing my email. I don't know it Well, myself. I got
0: one of the emails, but, I mean, everything sold out pretty quickly yeah, anyway. Yeah. And then you're in a queue, and blah, blah,
1: blah. It's... it's all a bit silly, to be honest. I feel like it's all...
0: I don't. I don't understand the rush, to be honest. You know, it's going to... Keep, they're going to keep making it.
1: I think it's Christmas.
0: And it's like,
1: if no, I you think, just
0: wait six months. I
1: think it's Christmas, and because people have bratty kids. Yeah. And, so just uh, wait, it's fine. The Christmas problem is that this year, we don't really know about Christmas. And if you can imagine that this year's been hard on some very fragile people who grab their mommy's sleeve and are like, mommy, mommy, I want a PS5, which is a fortune for a kid. No it, kid should have a PS5. It's so
0: expensive.
1: No kid should have a PS5. There should be age restrictions on consoles. They should have a Switch. Fine, okay with that. But PS5 is, well, whatever. Everyone's going to hate me for saying that. If you're a kid and you want a PS5, good on you. Uh, But if you get one before me, I'll probably have hatred. Even if you're a kid, I don't care. What
0: about the big kids of the world?
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I am. My category. Um, I don't know, man. (sighs) I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of weird though, Like it, it feels like this is being engineered, just to create the hype.
0: It definitely is helping the hype, Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. true or not. <laughs> there was enough hype though, mm. there was enough hype. I, I remember the news coming out sometime last year, and I, I believe Shaq and I were talking about it. And Pete then talked about it a bit when we we're in Japan. Mm. But um, I never believed it'd come out this quick. But saying that, it's been like something like eight years since the PlayStation 4 came out. Mm. Things just go so fast now, you know? It's so weird. Because, yeah, I think the thing that doesn't help is halfway through the lifespan, they bring out... An update version, like the pro, yeah,
0: or the slim, or yeah, the, yeah. yeah,
1: it's it's and therefore you're suddenly going, oh, okay, was not that long ago? There's but a new yeah. one, a but new yeah, one. it's kind of that's a dull conversation. We don't want to nudge out to that. But if you're looking for Christmas and you're worried about it, I think the answer is uh, you'll find them in Hong Kong easily because they don't have any of this stupid idiot. You know, they're not like this. Japan as well has early release. So does the USA. Um, I feel like through our trade agreements, we should be having the early uh, release, and the USA can wait another week. See, <laughs> that's how to alienate America from it. <laughs> now, I think I think the rush is basically people are super bored, so if they're online all the time and watching stuff like that, Reddit probably helps them out. They'll see it before anyone else does, and then it's a rush. Who knows? It's kind of weird. It's kind of like when you're on like, online gaming with people. And they have a lot more money and resources than you do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they've all got, like, these cool flash-in-the-dark jumpsuits and stuff. And you're like, "What? what's that? And they spend about 500 million quid of their own money. Like, I don't whatever. get it
0: when people spend real money for, like, digital money. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: It's not a good vibe, because in 20, 20% of the world, you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. As in on video games. Yeah. You can unlock it by playing the game. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, rushing it. Yeah. You know, and then years later, after you've established that you can do it whilst playing a game, they might bring out the more exclusive stuff for free. Mm. And that, I think, hurts more. It's like when you buy a game and you get it pre-order, and then years later, you see it as a free game in yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, ah, drives you nuts. <laughs> You're almost like, can I have my money back then, you know? Mm. But hey-ho, we're, we're living in world of uh, impatience. You know, and frankly speaking, you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's probably
0: why this year happened. The world is so impatient that the laws of the universe only went, oh, you can have a waiting year. Just
1: wait. Yeah, but everyone says that. Everyone says, like, good things come from this. Like, community will be stronger and people will be kinder. In a sense. Well, that's the hope. But I don't think that's happened at all. If anything, I think it's declared division worse than we've ever seen Mm. it. Segregation. All you have to look around the world is, protests and riots and stuff like this like i said we've had a 19 month now insight into what protests peaceful protests which is hilarious that's like saying uh, happy fighting um you know you can't really protest peacefully mm. really because you're inciting someone that's the point of it yeah um but basically when it mutates into riots and if you look at the uh stuff that's happening in America with the looting, the rioting, and then the US Marshals are sent in, or the, the uh, National Guard or whatever. Stuff like this is is not good. And it's happening everywhere. You had the Baruch stuff after the explosion. Mm-hmm. You know, you, It's all over the world right now. People, if they're upset with stuff, they just protest. I don't think that's how we were ever meant to do it in democracy, but I, I think it's a symbol of the fact that politicians aren't for us. They're for themselves around the world. They are. It doesn't matter. I think the only exception, dare I say it, which is <laughs> super um, controversial maybe, is China because they get the value of their citizens, but everyone's in that together. Mm. Politics and people don't really split. They're, it's all one and the same in China.
0: Government should be for the people. Mm. Yeah, well, that's what Vice you think.
1: It's, I mean, like, you yeah, know, we wanted to avoid having the kind of uh, political discussion, but I think you can't help it. Right now, if communities were tighter and closer, there'd be a lot more discussion rather than straight edge protesting and violence. There's there's I no discussion.
0: If it's because of the increase of sort of individualism in society, no, I
1: think it's worse than that. I think it's actually mass pack mentality coming back. I think it's Isn't the that angry a kind mob of
0: community. Individuality
1: in is gone. I think it's more mass mob. Mm. I think the mob... Say, for example, people are too scared to have an independent thought now. Mm. You know, So if you suddenly go, well, wow, again, this is controversial. Donald Trump doesn't seem that bad. If you say that, mm. you're basically a sociopath and you yeah. belong in... Do you know what I mean? By most people's viewpoint. Yeah. So I people feel are like... are quick to judge. Yeah, there's anything, no individuality. In fact, it's the opposite. I think we're in a mass... Coordinated mindset. Like the internet's not helped that. Mm. Because the internet, most people think the internet is information resource and stuff like this. I think it's a massive PR campaign. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. Because
1: the education you ship to is never the direct source anymore. It's been siphoned and filtered and everything's controlled on the internet now. Had to happen. You had to have some degree of control on the internet, but it's government control. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it in the UK. You've definitely had in the USA for at least 10 years, mm. maybe more, because we've seen that in the USA. Like, Do you know what I always remember? Way back, because I'm a film guy, and I'm going to bring it back to film, way back when our BBFC, which is our broadcasting censorship, was so extremely bad that they made a joke about it on Friends, Okay, mm. the, the popular sitcom of the 90s, yes. folks. If you've ever <laughs> seen it and you're off age, if you haven't, it's on Netflix right now and it looks super out of date. And everyone on it who's meant to be 20 something is now like 50 something. So that makes you weird. Um, and but basically, ne- ne- they've ne- 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 <laughs> never been friends. I- ironically, they were paid to be friends. Yes. Uh, we've just destroyed that sitcom. That's not the point of sitcom. <laughs> they might have been friends once because they were getting two million a pop for uh. being friends. Uh, that's a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I'll be your best friend as long as I'm paid to be. Um, so yeah, like we had this BBFC stuff, and it was all censorship, and we had banned films twenty years, maybe whatever. Yep. Then they started to get a little bit more chilled out, like liberal, to the point where I remember being a kid having a neighbour who I won't mention his name, Peter, uh, not <laughs> not the unicorn Slayer, different Peter. But he used to show me like Rambo 3 and stuff like this. He had them all taped off television. It was fine for broadcasting, but if you were to rent stuff, it was really stringent and hard to get certain things. And I remember they had Clockwork Orange Mm -hmm. re-release because it had suddenly been lifted from its censorship.
0: It was banned for so long. It was banned
1: for 30 years. Then you had The Exorcist again. And do you know what we did? (laughs) When we were like, I was probably 17, we rushed to the cinema to see this. And then realized why they were banned. Yeah, Because they're extreme. Yeah. Even now, you know, but they're okay. We've we've developed, all right? GTA helped. uh, Grand Theft Auto helped develop our (laughs) minds to obscene violence.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't say helped. I would say desensitized.
1: Yeah. And the exorcist obviously aged, Mm. but it's still freaky. But I remember the important thing I'm saying is I remember America... It was the reverse, like they banned nothing on video or VHS or DVD or anything like that, but they banned stuff on broadcasting Yeah. or they heavily censored it. So you'd go through the day in America as a kid when I was uh, probably 11 or whatever, and there'd be like horror films in daytime television broadcasted Mm -hmm. with about 5 billion ad breaks, five minutes of content, ad break, Mm -hmm. you know? But basically, they'd sense all the language. Yeah. So if they're swearing, it'd all Redubb be like fluff or... cakes and <laughs> Mother uh, Francois or something like this. And you'd watch Die Hard and it'll be like, I'm going to kill you, Mother Fluffy Pigeon. <laughs> And it, it was just very weird, and so um, Did,
0: was it. Was it also edited, like scenes taken out, like on the on the airplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, they erased some of the scenes. Like there was horror films on it, and mm-hmm. it, like horror, pure horror, like Freddy Krueger and stuff, mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, where they were probably about ten minute long, yeah. because of the content that you had to take out to make it. Yeah. But it was like, why bother? Why yeah. bother? Because America never had the watershed, it never had a curfew like mm-hmm. we have in the UK. Yeah,
0: like after it, yeah like...
1: after nine o'clock. Yeah. And then kids shouldn't be up that late, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have that, so you got like ultra violence and promiscuity just turn into this weird thing mm. and it it became like you know swearing was worse than seeing five hundred people getting gunned down. It was like really weird, yeah. so America's evolved a wee bit, but not a lot. You know I mean, when you look at how video games now have had this culture of immense censorship for the last three years, no nudity, no um, provocative, like adult games or anything like this. But violence is fine. Mass murder is okay. Sociopathic <laughs> behavior is fine. Being a serial killer is that's okay. You know, haunted house, everything jumps at you and rips your face. Fine, that's okay. In fact, we encourage your kids to play that. What? It's sad. You know, like it, like none of it makes sense. Mm. And in the UK, we are now carte blanche. We just don't care anymore. It's almost like this current generation of people are like, yeah, we don't care.
0: Do you think it's too free?
1: No, I don't. I don't, I feel like it's, um, I feel like... Because I worked in as a supervisor for Virgin Megastore in the video department, so one of my jobs was to check ages and stuff mm-hmm. like this, which so many people are doing cross retail now, and video games and everything. Music, though, we had music censorship, like Eminem was a good example, whereas parental advisory uh, lyrics, and you always remember that cool little sticker they had, which became a t-shirt, by the way, it was a very popular (laughs) t-shirt, and then they actually had the Eminem, and it was the first time I've ever known this in music, they had a censored version of his album, Mm. totally censored. Uh, because of stongs, uh, stongs, songs like Stan, or stongs like San, <laughs> whatever way you prefer it. And basically, the um, the whole album was heavily censored, so it wasn't like uh, swearing. You just bleeped it out. Mm. And they only do that now commercially for video games. So if you've got a hip-hop artist who's full of swearing, they censor him in FIFA, for example. There's a lot of bleeped out bits. So it's it's interesting to see how that culture's kind of, it's, it's a lot softer. Yeah. But in some ways, it's a lot darker. Like, for example, um, going back to the video game argument, the whole culture of video games was, was a free all. No one took it seriously because the graphics were so bad. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, the graphics are so like real life, mm-hmm. right?
0: Realistic.
1: That it scares me when I hear, it. we're playing GTA 5 or whatever online, yeah. you get your headphones on, you'll hear eight-year-olds playing it. hmm OK, and they're crying because you blew their car. I mean, like, well, we're not going to go easy on you. You're in the game. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, why is there a kid playing this game? Yeah. You know, and I think so to answer your question about is it too free? No, it's just that parents are too. Um, they don't pay enough attention to this. Maybe stuff.
0: censorship should not be the responsibility of the government or a governing body, but rather. The adults in your life.
1: I think, at least for children. well, when we were growing up, we respected it. Mm. We respected that certification was like valid. I remember seeing a 15 when I was like 13 mm. and I went into the cinema and I personally felt really uncomfortable yeah. being in there because I thought I'm doing something illegal. And I think if you don't have that unease, I was with my dads and my mom, so it was fine because yeah. they gave me approval to it. But I felt really uncomfortable and everything made me jumpier. Yeah. It wasn't a horror film or anything. It was a thriller. Yeah. But it made you feel jumpier and out of sorts, you know. I think that's gone. I think kids don't have that anymore. I think desensitization, especially on the internet now, you a, either can't avoid it mm-hmm. or be a siphon to it. Yeah. Or be or C, sorry, you go to school and it's a pack mentality. Oh, you don't play GTA lame. Yeah. And yet there's none of this internal guilt for doing it. Mm. And I think parents, obviously, they've grown up in a freer time. They don't remember that. Maybe they had too much liberty themselves to watch horror, you know? It does um affect people. You know, it does. Because I feel like it either like it doesn't make you a violent psychopath. I think that's a pre rooted condition. I don't think you can turn someone into that. Mm-hmm. I think they have to have the traits of that or yeah. a condition to be that. But I feel like there's a lot of kids that um they're just not bothered about life because they've had so much life experience with every extreme. Mm. By the time they're 18, 19, they just don't care about anything. You know, we've seen heads being carved off in our games and our movies, nothing scary anymore. And it makes this cynicism happen. So realistically, society has fallen apart in that regards, because it used to be a case of authority in the house. And maybe it's more of a fun thing for a dad these days, because they're Infantile minded, a lot of them, they're less mature than they used to be when yeah. they were working coal mines and Definitely. stuff. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's fun for them to see their eight year old on their knee whilst they're shooting people in the head on Call of Duty. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, maybe it's cool. Maybe they like to see their kids squirm, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe they just uh, it's you see, this is like a, it's a debate, but it's it's one that can't be answered. Maybe it's a good thing. Or maybe it's a thing that's slowly killing all of the industries because there's so much overexposure, mm. that there's no rites of passage. And I think that's a really important thing in, in entertainment. Yeah. Japan's done it perfectly throughout. They've always grouped everything, yeah. even comics, you know, and then it gets to a certain thing. We do this lame thing in the UK, Europe and the USA, where it's like 11 plus mm. or uh, eight plus. And that's not very specific, because no. I can tell you right now, as a 39-year-old, I'm not going to like playing freaking game for eight plus. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what I mean? You know, Unless mm. I've got a kid of myself, and then I'll probably find it fun. Mario Kart's always good, though. I don't yeah. know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. Mario Kart's good. Mario Kart's created more vegans. What? Yeah, because people run over so many turtles on that. Oh,
0: and what? they feel so sorry
1: about the turtles.
0: They, most so sorry that they throw anyway. the shell.
1: They throw the shell away because they're disgusted with the fact they've just run over a tail and walking mushrooms. Childhood is different these days. It is very different. The world's different. Yeah. But I I think my original point was to say that the internet's starting to have that BBFC censorship around the world. Mm. America's had it for ages, where it's got all of the piracy laws and legality and the federal stuff and all of this appearing. No one reads that. But the UK started to actually censor. Mm-hmm. And I think America censored a few sites once upon a time. China's always done it, obviously. Uh, Hong Kong, our experience in Hong Kong was there was a lot more internet censorship happening. But in the UK, it's pretty stringent now. Like literally the biggest thing that they're cracking down on is piracy. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah there's a lot of sites that...
1: VPNs can screw your computers up now. Just
0: block. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. But at the same time, it is uh, a question of the balance of freedoms.
1: Well, I think that's always been a debate. And Mm -hmm. it's an interesting thing. One thing that I find really interesting is podcast format. Mm. Because I'll just let the world know this. When you sort of license out to someone like Amazon, for example, who have just pushed this new music platform. Yeah. Uh, which we're a part of. Hi, Amazon, how are you doing?
0: <laughs> you don't have to say hi to
1: them. I'm just, while well, they're listening to me, obviously, because I have to make sure that I'm not saying anything corrupting. Uh, like, uh, eight year olds should play GTA, for example. <laughs> um, when you're signing on to anything like that officially as an artist these days, there's a lot of conditions. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't mention this, you can't paint a picture of this. You definitely can't be pro-Trump, so don't be. Uh, you can't that be. That is
0: not in the small it, it print. It could
1: be. <laughs> it should be. Should be. If you're pro-Trump, no. Um, well, they honestly incentivize. They they would be against that. I feel like, especially if you're um, propagating white supremacy, which I don't <laughs> at, at, at all, unless it's snowing. Isn't that weird? We can be as racist as we want, but the minute it's snowing, everyone loves white. <laughs> I'm just saying, but um, Uh, (laughs) no one loves them every every day, but um, the point is like, you have to be so careful. Podcasting is very cool in a way that it hasn't been hardcore censored, but it is showing you how many people around the world want to listen to conversation Mm -hmm. because they're not getting it. They're not getting it. You know, I wonder it
0: might be because of the fact that podcasts are not that um, monetized yet. And therefore, there's still this freedom for people to express and play with the format.
1: Well, I think you're incorrect about that. I think censorship rising because the monetary value of a podcast is getting extreme. It's getting That's extreme. what I'm saying. Like
0: the, the more money is involved, the more censorship is involved. It, it goes, it goes involved.
1: down to not necessarily the broadcaster or the distributor. It goes down to the sponsors mm. and sponsors. And this is how dark it is. We go full circle back to politics. Sponsors are part of our politics. Yeah. So basically, that that what do even. they call us? The uh people in in that endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But there's a word for the groups of people that are endorsing, say, the Republicans or the Democrats or the Conservatives or Labor or Mm. whatever it is around the world. But these sponsored elements, be it pharmaceutical companies, be it, I don't know, every single Wall Street trader that's a fan (laughs) of Trump, I don't know, you know, it's an agenda endorsement. So Mm. if you're going to cut taxes, they're the guy. If you're... Republican, for some reason, and this can't be explained to me, but for some reason, the KKK loves the Republicans, conservatives. Maybe it's the anti-immigration thing, I don't know. But it feels weird because Republicans is, in my opinion, apart from Mike Pence and the cage at the border, which that's a whole thing, but they've been a lot more accommodating when you fly into the country than Democrats have. In my personal experience, when you fly into the USA, and when I did fly into the USA under Bush's watch and Bill Clinton, he was Democrat, Bill Clinton was harder, severe. They had dog right. sniffing your bags, more questions. At immigration, Yeah, you at mean. immigration, it was a lot harder. Right. With Bush, it was almost like, yep, yeah, carry on. Three right. questions. Are you a uh, criminal? Whatever. Uh, are you smuggling anything to the country? Have you got any mental whatever? Okay, and then a little interview, you know, like what's your plan, what you plan to do out here and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I've gone through that individually, not just with families, both times. But when you got to Obama, it got really strict again. Mm. Now, that's the opposite of what Democrats like to broadcast about themselves. But I think USA, if you're listening right now, and the UK, everything our politicians like to broadcast about themselves are usually doing the absolute opposite. Mm -hmm. So you've got to really have knowledge of what's going on in the ground. Really, because everything else is propagated. Everything else is just what the Optics. people reacting. Yeah. Or the people's reactions. For example, neo Nazis are never endorsed by the Republican office ever, but they somehow love to attach themselves with rich white guys. Probably because. Maybe the guns? Could be the guns, <laughs> the NRA, National <laughs> Rifle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. We're, in the UK, if you balance that out, our sponsorships are dull. <laughs> yeah. they the milk guy that delivers milk um, sponsors uh, conservative party because of Boris Johnson's hairdo requires a lot of milk for the protein I don't know
0: that just reminds me of, um, you know, football teams also have sponsors on their shirts and stuff like yeah, that, right? Yeah,
1: well, that's what politicians should wear. <laughs> they should be transparent. Yeah, everyone should walk onto the uh, into the House of Commons or the White House or whatever any press meet and me with their sponsorship T-shirts on, so we know, like a football shirt. Yeah, it should yeah. be transparent.
0: No, what I was gonna say. All they was should end. The uh, there was a football team when yeah. we were in Hong Kong. I think it was like a yinlong Long team or something, and their sponsor was like a law firm or something.
1: Yeah. yeah of yeah. all things. <laughs> yeah.
0: Of course, they're sponsored Lee, by a law
1: Lee firm. Lee Lao Law or something like that.
0: <laughs> or yeah. if, it, if it wasn't a law firm, it was an accountancy firm. Yeah, and know. that's
1: the sad thing about that. <laughs> uh, in England, our government's so kind of got a very similar, I think we're actually not sponsored essentially by corporate power. Because we don't really have any anymore, Mm. uh, thanks to selling everything that we've got. But I think instead it's more about political ties to agenda. Mm. So it's very lame here. It's very boring and dull. But America's is very interesting. Because you can literally have either a celebrity with a ton of fringe investments and associations and companies.
0: Fingers in mini pies. Like
1: DiCaprio with his green energy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. guy's making tons of money in green energy, sure. right? So, of course, he's going to be Democrat. <laughs> you know, it's just how it is. Of course he is. Because mm-hmm. they've got the incentive to go that route, right? Sure. Yeah, and yeah. monetize green energy and stuff, which seems a little silly, but they're doing it. And I say why it's so silly, because don't you think green energy should, because it's nature providing yeah. us the energy,
0: Shouldn't we be doing it for a moral reason?
1: should Yeah, exactly. Profit. Shouldn't we just yeah. be doing that to keep the world going? <laughs> rather than, oh, let's see how much we can tax on this. You know, it's things like this, the contradictions, folks. You know, we're just saying this. We're spitballing because we've had two very boring weeks. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of stuff in between counting cracks. So <laughs> I feel very intellectual. Okay. But I think what you got to look at is this kind of endorsement in politics has to end. And to his credit and I might get cursed out for years saying this but to his credit, Donald Trump exposed a lot of that in front of everyone in the first debate, saying, like, "I'm not taking money from pharma. you know, he's, he's taking money. a lot of money from corporate America, let's mm-hmm. be honest. But he's not taking it from pharma. And in, in a sense, that's a good thing, because pharmaceuticals in the USA, is
0: scary. all you have
1: to do is watch several Netflix episodes about opioids and go, gee where's we got a problem. Mm-hmm. The one thing that really hurt me watching that debate, and I'm going to say this directly to the people of Flint, Michigan, I've followed that story for years. I've seen many coverage stories about that. They're still not talking about Flint, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that hurts me. That's the one thing that I think discredited Barack Obama more than anything else that he did was how he didn't rise to protect the people of Flint, okay? Instead, they were actually on the side of General Motors, which had a plant there was poisoning the water. If you guys listening don't know about this, just check the story. It's quite transparent. It's quite black and white. A lot of doctors have come on record telling you about this stuff. But Trump has visited the plant. And they actually brought it up in a debate backhandedly right. about Michigan State being the plant for motors and Ohio now. And Trump mentioned that, you know, they've had the best year ever or whatever. <laughs> Everything's the best in Trump's world. <laughs> this is the best virus we've ever had. Uh, it's killing phenomenal. the most people. It's phenomenal. It's, yeah. <laughs> that, that whole thing that he said about the coronavirus oh was gosh. also crazy. I'm actually going to. Have a final point on that bit, but just to explain the because the way it kind of walks into sponsors and stuff. Um, I think it's really sad that both the Democrats and the Republicans don't acknowledge the complete mess up of Flint. Yeah, it's so scary what happened there. And if you're going to even begin to be trusted by the general public, the normal general public, not the incited rageful extremists on both sides of the argument, your ultra-lefts and your ultra-rights, I'm talking normal people, which is most of Americans. The silent majority. Not even the silent. They're not silent. They're just not being heard. That's the problem. So the ignored it's, like, majority. It's, yeah, it's like in the UK, like we have a mass of people with common sense, so mm-hmm. does America. There's no doubt about that. You just go to America and you see that. You might have a trip to America for three weeks, see several nutcases, but a plethora of absolutely lovely, amazing people.
0: Yeah.
1: Everywhere's got that, more or less. The majority of Americans are amazing people. And I just think, even the rich, even the wealthy, think about how much charity America does around the world. Think of how much good they do. You know, they're not ran by psychopaths, these companies, they're run by successful people who've earned it. And so, yet they
0: can't fix a problem like flint
1: they don't want to yeah. they don't want to acknowledge it because it's horrible the whole economy right now is dependent on stuff like general motors unfortunately mm-hmm. you know tesla has had a huge influence in in the economics of america right now but it's sort of building real estate mm-hmm. where the money is really where the money is or it's Cars and manufacturing, or energy, okay,
0: and technology.
1: Technology to a lesser extreme, because I think America is not really in the top brass of that. Maybe digitally, maybe Silicon That's Valley. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but not really in technology, pure technology. I don't think they are. um I think Japan's probably overtaken them, or for many years as well. Nothing new. Germany for sure. Yeah. The UK for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Engineering. That yeah. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But. I think that there's so many people in America that, that get lost and caught up in the whirlwind of all these personalities in politics and furious because they're led to believe certain things. The biases, by the way, are so extreme. You know, Trump gets in office and everyone wants him impeached within the second that he got in. Mm. No one wants to admit he won. No one likes to admit that he won. And this hatred, pure hatred for Republicans, because we got used to Democratic office, It's got to end like that's not productive. If you see any of the phase of politics, yes, there's always been rivalries because there's two extreme different perspectives to how to run a country. Right. But there was no war. Mm. This is scarily getting civil war territory. The division is right. And I'm just wanting Americans to know, like I want British to know because we're basically in the shadow. We'll follow suit eventually, you know, Mm. Uh, if we're not careful, we have a very different approach to this. There'll never be a civil war here, but we might lose Scotland. We might lose Wales. And then it's basically we've got no head and we've got no arms. Okay, because our <laughs> island looks weird then. <laughs> and I can't imagine anything worse than a Scottish border. Mm. All right, because you go and uh, not if the dog, the not a Scottish border terrier. Border. <laughs> okay, but a Scottish border. Mm-hmm. If there was a Scottish border and you had to go through immigration just yeah. to get into Scotland we'd be screwed because no one would understand what they're saying. And you'd all seem like you're criminals. Because they'd ask you a question. You'd be like, what? <laughs> Have you brought anything illegal into the country? What? Because we wouldn't understand them. Say in Northern Ireland, it'd be horrendous.
0: Depends on how heavy their accent is.
1: Now is okay. If I was Scotland, I'd send the heaviest.
0: <laughs> I'd send
1: the ultra-Glaswegian guys down, you know? <laughs> and, and just it's mostly vowels. And, mostly and, yeah. vowels. Yeah. <laughs> that right because that's that's the kind of that's the kind of protection one at your gate right um but yeah like it's all getting a bit mad and i feel like the solution because no one talks about solutions solutions always easy easier than you think a you really need to understand in politics if you're a politician i know you're all listening because you do you're a part of the illuminati so am i i just don't know i am like the will farrell movie i was talking about last week um You all have to understand you represent the people, not the mass fundamentalists, the people. For example, Hollywood's doing the same stupid thing. Everyone's running to this fear factor of, oh, I can't say that. And, oh, I can't be fair with my opinion. I have to go with the loudest, craziest, psychopathic voice that wants segregation and wants discrimination, that wants us to be at war with each other. No, not a solution. The solution is the millions upon millions and millions of people that are writing tons of reviews saying, look, we are sick and tired of having this agenda pushed in our throat. We're sick and tired of having you tell us how to be and what to be and blah, blah, blah. We're not protesting, guys. We're discussing. They're trying to discuss stuff with politicians. So when, And this is the thing that hurts the most. When Biden addresses people, he doesn't answer a question that is directly asked. He's just trying to appeal to the American public. That's the sickest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Because people out there need protecting right now. Law and order is completely whack. Mm. There are people taking law and order into their own hands and violently taking over streets and cities. You've got bushfires that are so chronic, like the uh, California forest fires. Mm -hmm. No one seemingly telling anything positive to these normal people. At some point, there'll be a revolution, right? Because there has to be, unless sensible things start happening. And we have to, I think, if you listen to the old guard, the plow and stuff of the old guard, even Donald Trump to an extreme, because he's 1980s. And yeah, 1980s can look really cool, you know, for a bit. But we're not there anymore. We've, the world has got a lot closer since then, you know? Yeah. I just feel like if you fundamentally are a politician looking at your public, don't speculate what we all think. Don't talk to us like there's only four of us in a room. Definitely don't use coronavirus in your propagation. Tell us how you're going to stop coronavirus. Don't profit over the loss of lives. That sucks, man. Neither one of those guys showed any emotion to the 200,000 Americans that have lost their life. It's like our politicians. They show no emotion. In fact, the worst thing about our politicians is they're not even taking a pay cut. Mm. They're not taking a pay cut. They're not doing a job. Let's be honest, folks. They're not doing a job. They're all in rooms wondering what to say to lie themselves out of this situation or blag another week or control this element or make an agreement with this guy. It's all fluff. It's, you might as well be listening to a bunch of bureaucrats talking how to stamp the envelope. Like if you've ever gone to the post office in the USA mm. and you try to send a parcel, yeah, and how many loops and holes and stringences and stuff like <sighs> this there are, like God knows what they're going to do with the ballots. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know.
0: I got told off by a post office lady once because in Los I Angeles. wrote. Yeah. What did I do? I wrote the return address on like the right side instead of the left side or something and it's like it's there you can see it why does it matter every american
1: listener knows bureaucracy in america (laughs) some of them might some of our listeners might be working at the post office but there's all these stringent laws and bureaucracy in america Mm -hmm. it's really dull it's like when you take your sats it's super dull you got like loads of boxes to tick, little box to do your working out. It's very oh pristine and ordered. Don't
0: talk to me about taxes.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like I'm saying, it's, it's all like very, puzzle. but it's all very weird. It's yep. all very fashioned. And it's mm-hmm. all very language centric. Yep. Whereas, like, so if you're American and you came to the UK to do your GCSEs when I did them, that's my own personal experience. I don't do them every year. I haven't (laughs) developed some kind of addiction to do GCSEs constantly every year. And so, well, when I was there my first time around, I've done it thousands of times since, but my first year when I was doing the GCSEs, you could do that. You can make a career of being a multi-high school diploma. Um, They're a lot freer. Okay. I think they did the uh, multiple choice and the X and out boxes just, I think I was a guinea pig year for that. But in our mocks, it was just answer this and answer that, and there were spaces on the sh- examining. But a lot of it was what you worded, right? Yeah. But now it's all How kind you of things. right. But the SATs are just super official. Everything about American bureaucracy is extreme, and I'll tell you what it is: it puts people in power, in positions of power. Mm. Okay. Now working at the post office in the UK. You walk in, and everyone's like, Oh, hello, how are you doing? La 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 la. <laughs> it's like, I've got 12 cats, and I don't care about this job. You know, like everyone's super happy. Yeah. But in America, they're in a suit that looks like a police officer's suit. Yeah. And they look at you as if you're an insect. They do. It's like, Hey, what are you here for? <laughs> I mean, I'm sending mail, dude. Like, I want to send a postcard. Really? Do you have the right stamp? You know, and it's very customer. extreme, right? <laughs> so, everyone, American, hopefully, you're laughing. Maybe you're mm. crying right now about the truth of all this. It's kind of the same thing with how politicians are treating you. Yeah. It's insects. Like, you're all insects. You're all below everyone, and the government has to understand. It represents the people, not Trump's cult that are spreading because everyone wants to see a celebrity. Because Trump's campaign trail is like Elvis on tour, basically. Everyone's like, oh, this guy's on the printers. So I've got to take him, see him. There's nothing real about it. Biden broadcasting from his living room, a bit sad. It's, it's sad because they don't know the people they're talking to. Mm. They really, truly don't. If Donald Trump spent five minutes with a Latino houseworker. Which is, you know, like most uh, Hispanic people in, in California, for example, yeah. they're either working in your gardens mm-hmm. or they're hospitality of some sort. Sure. Okay. Or nurses. Okay. Mm. Or doctors. But they're always doing something that's in the kind of hospitality or service yeah. jobs. Now, if he spent five minutes with a guy who's a curious lawnmower, that's when you start, if you spend the day, if you switch jobs, that would be the best. Reality TV show, folks. It's like wife swap, but job swap. And you, <laughs> as a Latino American, get to swap with Donald Trump get in office. Get to be president for a you day. You get to be president for a week. <laughs> and they get to... Donald Trump has to cut lawns for a week. That's when you start appealing to the general It's almost public. like
0: secret millionaire. Yeah. Mm. But
1: this is what I'm saying. Like, the American people need representation. Yeah. We do in England. All politicians have that in common. the only exception I feel in the world right now that is not of the same ilk and China's a whole different kettle of fish
0: whole different we cookie. can't we
1: can't really explain compare, that. yeah no that's like saying we're Earth and that's Mars, right mm-hmm. but New Zealand the uh, president is it of New Zealand or Prime Minister, Prime Minister New Zealand? yeah, because Commonwealth yeah. The Prime Minister of New Zealand is a real person. Now, if you see how they handled this pandemic. She's been amazing. She's been amazing. If you see how they handled the volcanoes, Mm -hmm. she was amazing. Now, that's because she's a normal human being doing a job that she sees as a bureaucratic job, which is what it's meant to be. She's juggling
0: life as well. And you're always able
1: to communicate to her. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You need a platform to always be able to communicate with your politicians. We don't have that. Yeah. They always talk to us as if we're four people in a house that they relate to. They don't relate to us. And I think that's where the solution lies. Mm. Normal people who might have authoritative jobs. Maybe you ran a research lab. okay? Maybe you're the head of an engineering company. Maybe Mm. you build houses for a living. Maybe you're a plumber. Maybe, you know, things like this, the every man or woman jobs. Yeah, They are the presidents Mm. of the world, I feel. If they want it, they should be it. Mm. Don't get an ex-military guy, because that's scary, because there's so many bias in the military. And I'll tell you that if you ever talk to anyone in the military, there's a bias because you're following orders. Mm. Okay, And if you didn't have bias, you wouldn't be able to do your job efficiently, because you'd have a conscience about everything. So think about that. Scientists would be good leaders. They were in ancient Greece. But this day and age, they have to be a leader of science, not a person that's just rediscovering a discovery of a discovery or working through command channels, because that's a bias again. You want someone like Sheldon Cooper as president, basically.
0: (laughs) Sheldon Cooper for president. Yeah, Sheldon Cooper for president.
1: And if if we're dealing with fiction characters, gee whiz, we're in trouble. (laughs) But in the UK, our situation is I think we need a common person in. Mm. I don't think we need... These articulate boarding school politicians, careerist politicians, uh, cousins of dukes and knights and all these weirdos. We need someone real. Uh, you know, like uh, a clown.
0: You want And then a clown? you can
1: officially have in a debate. You're a clown. And they are a clown. Legitimately.
0: <laughs> so they can't be offended. Well,
1: I think it's saying clowns. I think Eddie Izzard wants to... That's his career. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. But I do feel He's like we need... Well, you know, I think Eddie Izzard is he's more real, he's seen more of the world than Boris Johnson has as yeah, a person. Sure. He's, he's lived in more reality than Boris Johnson. Things like that, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're Labour or Conservative, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat, you need to be real. And if you're real, the party policies are going to change mm. because there's no way a real person will stand in the Republican office and say this is totally what the people of America want. They want everything to be non-independent and corporate. No one wants that. Mm. They don't want that. So it's like, you know, everyone knows this. So let's make politicians real. Mm -hmm. In fact, drop politics and make it government like New Zealand has, for example. It works, folks. So why can't it work for everyone? And on that extremely boring episode about (laughs) politics debates.
0: Didn't expect that to happen. But Well, we never
1: have a plan here. But I think that, you know, um, it's my duty as a crazy, insane person. A product of watching a 15 rated film, which is like PG-13 in America, I believe, Mm. the equivalent. When you're underage, I mean, it messed me up. And that's why I'm so crazy. (gasps) Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) should be our prime minister. There you go. Okay. He's he's full of holes. He's controversial. But he's got great PR around the world. The Japanese love him. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Americans love him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you'd be good.
0: International relations. No one be would good. understand
1: a word he's saying. And <laughs> he'll I think that. will need that's, a translator? Yeah, you'll probably need a translator. <laughs> um, Sharon, as like, the equivalent of a first lady. I mean, it works. She's psycho and is very efficient at business. Say what you want about Sharon Osbourne. She's one of the best music producers of all.
0: Mm, she time. knows what she's doing.
1: Controversial, sure. Yeah. But she makes money, right? Yeah. So. I don't know, man. We just need changes. Simon Cowell would be a great prime minister because I can imagine Simon Cowell actually heading up his cabinet like X Factor style.
0: At least he'd be direct.
1: Well, it'd be like X Factor. They'd be like, uh, you want to be a uh, house secretary? All right, what's your credentials? And they yeah. do this little thing <laughs> and they say, well, I've cured 500 people. 500, only 500. Next. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then you get the golden buzzer for the one you but want. Politics you know?
0: will be like a whole roast. Well,
1: well, isn't that what it's... Leading, isn't that what what's happening? Yeah, is that politics to the normal people of the world, the non fundamentalists, the the ones in the middle, the majority of everyone? Isn't it all a reality TV show these days? That's Mm -hmm. why none of us can take it too seriously, you know. It's kind of like, isn't the news fast becoming this week in COVID nineteen? Aren't we all living a reality TV show right now? I know we are, because we're (laughs) in an abandoned. Botanical Garden, and we will be here. Possibly we might be in our treehouse with no leaves. Who knows? It's two weeks. A lot can happen in two weeks. In fact, everything I've just said in this whole podcast might be obsolete. You know, maybe the American people declared they don't want either one of their president candidates. I mean, I've said it enough quite loudly, but nothing seems to change. Who knows? But I will say this, folks, have an amazing Run off, especially if you're in Hong Kong, it was mid-autumn yes. festival recently. A few days ago. A few days ago. I think you should still be celebrating that. Why not? Extend it. Extend it because keep the world's eating completely your moon cakes. Yeah, keep eating your moon cakes. They're Yay. on budget now. So that makes them better. They're Yay. discounted. You'll have a little tag saying, oh, cheaper. <laughs> oh, I'll get a couple <laughs> of them. Uh, don't leave them for next year when they're relevant again. Have them. But you no, know, if you're in Hong Kong right now, hope it all went well. It's weird times, I know. We're building up to Halloween, my favorite time of year. We'll say this to folks I start the humongous editing process of series three that will happen this week. I've got two days of sanity before that happens. It's our producer's birthday. She was uh, created uh, many moons ago. Tomorrow? From the time, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. I had to think of what day or year or whatever it was.
0: (laughs) We're talking about. The We're going to do something special future.
1: for your birthday. Like me and the voices in my head. We've got something very cool planned for you. Do
0: you? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm going to take you to an
1: operating. You know how you like theatre.
0: Scared or?
1: You know how you're interested in theatre. Yes. I'm going to take you to an operating theatre to watch heart surgery because it's the only thing that's open that's theatrical. <laughs> so uh, that'll be exciting. No, thank you. Really?
0: Bye. I well, loved it
1: in the medieval times. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll be back in two weeks' time. Take care, enjoy your mooncake if you're having it and uh, be good to each other.